few weeks ago, somebody posted something kind of interesting on uh, social media. They said that someone who was mediocre at their job, but great at promoting themselves, would get ahead faster and get promoted more often than someone who was much better at their job, but really quiet. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about in this episode. I'm Larry Cornette, and this is Invincible Career. This is issue 525, if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, and it's titled, Successful People Are Better at These Things. But... Are they actually more talented than you? And this was brought on by that comment on social media, which was interesting, and I found it true during my career. Um, Definitely noticed it in my career, definitely noticed it as I was seeing who was getting promoted and moving up, climbing the ranks. It was like, why are the people who are getting promoted and moving into these higher levels of leadership not always the most talented people, not always the smartest people, but they seem to be really good at uh, communication, promoting themselves, networking, you name it, politics. And that is the truth. The most successful people in your industry, whatever industry you're working or your profession, may not be better than you. They also may not be more intelligent than you, more talented than you, or even more hardworking than you. And that can be kind of frustrating. However, I bet they are great at something most of us usually are not. And that's promoting themselves. And of course, self-promotion isn't enough, you do need a baseline of competence in your job. If you're terrible at your job and you're promoting yourself and shining a spotlight on yourself, it's not going to do you any favors. But if you're pretty good at your job, you're going to get ahead more if people know who you are and they're aware of the work you do. I think we've all noticed that management will promote someone who is good enough at their job and great at getting noticed more often than someone who might be even better at their job, but no one is aware of them. No one is really aware of the work they do. They just keep their head down. I think we all know people like that. I used to be like that. I had employees like that. So I'm curious about you. How did things turn out for you last year with your performance review? And you may have just recently received your performance review. We are in that time of the year. Maybe it's happening later this month or maybe it happens next month. Did your your boss notice and appreciate your hard work? Did they promote you? Did you just get promoted? 
Or did you receive a significant raise? Are you happy with the recognition you've received? Or did you get passed over for a promotion this cycle? Are you frustrated with working hard and doing all the right things, but you just don't seem to get ahead at work? I've talked about this before where I, I was doing a lot of work and working hard and I had a performance review, sat down with my manager and they were only aware of a fraction of the things I'd been doing. I, I was reading what they had written. I was like, wow, you missed a good 60% of the work I've been doing. And I mentioned it and I said, let me write up everything I've been doing and get back to you. Let me share some of that with you. And so I did, and I got back to them, and it improved my performance review. But it was like, wow, that was a lesson for me. The lessons I learned from that experience and many other kind of bad experiences fuel a lot of the advice that I give you in this uh, podcast, the kind of advice I give for my career clients. I don't want you to fall into the traps I fell into or make the mistakes I fell, I fell in, I made. Um, and that's why I write my newsletters, why I create this podcast, these episodes and share my advice. If you work hard and you're good at what you do, you deserve to be treated well at work. You deserve to be compensated. That hard work should be reflected in your compensation. You should get raises. You should receive bonuses. You should get promoted. I want you to be successful and happy. So I am going to share some advice to help you get ahead this year. So if you didn't get what you wanted out of last year, let's change that. So here are five things that I've noticed successful people tend to do better than most. And note that numbers three through five, three, four, five kind of tap into that self-promotion skill. Number one is focusing. They focus passionately on being great at something. They're great at something. Number two, helping. They help others and generate a lot of goodwill, which encourages reciprocity. Three, networking. I talk about this all the time. Are you tired of it? I have to keep talking about it because you're not doing enough. They network intelligently and consistently. Four, marketing. They're good at capturing attention and converting it into opportunity. And finally, five, selling. They understand that selling is all about building relationships and solving people's problems. And yes, Marketing and selling apply to you and your career. Not just selling products, not just marketing for a company. Because in your career, and I've talked about this before, you are the product. You are trying to support the business of your career by selling the product of you. You got to market it, get the right attention and get hired, get promoted. It is marketing and selling. So I want to dive into each of these in a little more detail. So first, focusing. 
if you're a jack of all trades, becoming an expert at anything is challenging. I run into this. I, I like to dabble in a lot of stuff. <laughs> and yeah, our everyday jobs, they do require a wide range of knowledge and skills, and there's all kinds of tasks and activities. But there should always be a primary focus. There is something that is the main thing you do. The folks who rise to the top know how to focus their time and energy on what matters the most for their job. Yeah, they do the other stuff too, but they do everything they can do to improve at that one thing. That could be sales. It could be writing great code. It could be elegant design work, strategic thinking, relationship building, persuasion. It could be writing. You know, if you're not in any of those industries, it could be playing guitar if you're a musician, um, statistical analysis, research if you're in academia. So think about this. What is the one thing that represents excellence in your profession? And I know there's lots of stuff, but what is the primary thing? And you should note that this will change as you climb higher on the career ladder. What got you to your current level will not usually take you to the next level. For example, I started my tech career as a designer. I was an individual contributor. I was doing design and research at IBM. And doing great design work efficiently and effectively got me promoted to more senior levels when I was an individual contributor at Apple and uh, later eBay. However, as I moved into design management, which happened at eBay, my design skills were no longer what was really making me stand out. Effective leadership was much more important than my ability to design interfaces or websites or apps. Now, this doesn't mean you can drop the ball on the many requirements of your job beyond that one thing. We all have lots of stuff we have to do for our jobs. But don't ever prioritize those other things that you have to do over your most important focus area. And I've seen people do that. You know, I've seen an engineering manager writing great code because they were really a great engineer, but they were doing a poor job of managing the team. And you can't do that as a manager. And then they wondered why they were no longer getting promoted. So you got to get really good at the right thing at the right time. The second thing is helping. The most successful people help other people succeed. It creates a virtuous cycle. Rising to the top of your career ladder by climbing over the bodies of your fallen colleagues isn't a long-term smart strategy. I, I think we all know some people who've done that. I know I do. <laughs> but eventually, those chickens come home to roost and these people fail. Industries are usually small. And people talk. People always talk. The selfish folks 
soon find out that no one wants to hire them or work with them. And I know some people like that. I watch them kind of climb over the bodies of other people, (laughs) being pretty ruthless. But then we all started talking. And as they moved into later phases of their career and they were trying to get jobs and they were interviewing and they were looking for references, they started running into people that knew who they were and what they'd done. I still remember sitting in an interview room and having someone come in that had worked with me many, many years ago and been pretty unpleasant, pretty ruthless and treated people on my team very poorly. And their face kind of turned pale and their eyes opened up. They're like, oh, I didn't know you were here. Like, yep, and I'm interviewing you. And you are not going to get this job. (laughs) Because even though you're pretending to be cool and smiling and friendly, I know who you are. I know how you treat people. And they did not get the job. So you should be generous with your time, generous with your advice. Obviously, don't overdo this to the point where your work or personal life suffers, right? Unless you are independently wealthy, you can't be that charitable. It'd be fun, it'd be nice, but you'd probably have to make money. But help when and where you can. For example, I spent about 10 years, as I look back on the timeline of this, 10 years helping people with their career issues and connecting them with potential employers. And I did all this for free. I had friends, I had, you know, previous colleagues, I had some connections in my network. They'd reach out to me and say, I need some help. I need some advice. I'm looking for a job. And we'd meet over coffee or we'd go out to lunch or they'd take me out to dinner and we'd have drinks and we would talk about their career. What did they want? What kind of job were they looking for? Who did I know that could potentially help them or hire them? So fast forward 10 years later, and I started my career coaching business. I started Invincible Career like 10 years after that. Been doing it for over seven years now. And it enabled me to help even more people and to make coaching my primary focus. It's what I focus on now. Many of my first clients were the same people I'd helped in the past. I've coached lots of people who used to be my employees. And now these people are referring more potential clients to me. So we have a great experience and they're like, they meet somebody who's struggling or needs help finding a job or whatever it might be. And they're like, I know somebody and they refer them to me because people like to help people. I think in general, Most people are good people and they like to help other good people. And the most successful people make this part of their lives. I think if you look around, you'll notice this. The next is networking. Intelligent networking creates opportunities. You shouldn't only do it when you need a new job, however. And I mean intelligent networking. I don't mean the cocktail parties. I don't mean the shallow stuff. There is a very good way to network that I think builds great relationships. When I look back on my career, I mean, it was really thanks to my network that I landed every single one of my tech jobs. 
my network helped me discover an opportunity, helped me find an inside champion, helped me interview, helped me get the job. Thanks to my network, I've been invited to speak at many events, and some of these were paid engagements, and some of them they flew me internationally and paid me to speak and do a keynote. I've been invited to participate in panels and to be a guest on podcast, which is all good. It's good for my business. It would be good for your career too. People have reached out to me to hire me for consulting engagements, thanks to my network. My network would send me talented people that I hired for my teams when I was managing at eBay and Yahoo and my startup. Founders and CEOs heard about me through my network and asked me to sit on their boards and I would either be an advisor or I'd have a board seat. Because of my network, people have hired me to be their career coach or to be their business coach. I've made some amazing and ambitious friends through my network, which has helped me grow my business, helped me have an accountability support group. It's been great. Your network is one of your most valuable resources. It really is. So you have to build it wisely. You have to protect it. You have to nurture it. You can't let it go stale. Nurturing Your network means keeping it fresh with consistent contact. You know, you could send people interesting articles. If you know what people in your network are doing for their jobs, what they're interested in, and you see something, you could say, hey, I just saw this article. I don't know if you've seen it. You can pull folks into the right conversations and it can help each other. If someone is talking about a topic on social media and your friend is an expert, pull them into the conversation so they can contribute. It's good for them. It's good for you. You can support each other on social media. That's an important thing to do with your network. I think people sometimes forget this. We should know, and many of us at work in the industry do know, that if you're not getting engagement with your content, it doesn't get shown in the feed. So it it often feels like you're kind of talking into the void. Like, am I just talking to myself? (laughs) Is anybody seeing this? So if you want to help your network and you want them to help you like their content, like something they post on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, you know, wherever they're active, like their stuff, even more important comment, say something smart, add to the conversation. It's good for them. It's good for you too. And share stuff. If you have friends that write good content, share it, share it with your network. So more people can see it. So you can amplify the message. I wish more people would share the stuff that I write and share. I hear from people privately that they like it, that it's helped them, but I don't see as many people sharing it more broadly. I have a few people that are pretty good about it. But if more people would share it, more people would see it and the community would grow and having a better career community, the invincible career community I've been building makes it more powerful and helps all of us. Um, You could send job opportunities to your acquaintances. So if you know somebody's looking for a new job and you see something, you can send it to them. That helps keep your network fresh. 
you can refer business to your friends who run businesses that are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs. You can reach out to a few people and catch up over Zoom. You know, do a video chat or actually meet for coffee, take someone out for lunch. You can't do that with everyone, obviously, but do it with the people that you're closest to and just check in to see what folks have been up to. Don't tap into people only when you need a favor. No one likes that. Doesn't feel good. And it happens, unfortunately. There are people that reach out and say, hey, what you been up to? I'm looking for a job. I got fired. <laughs> I got laid off. And it's the first time you've heard from them in six years, right? That doesn't feel too good. The most successful people treat their network well. They balance that giving and taking. They know there should be reciprocity. They introduce good people to good people. They add good people to their network. They build communities. A lot of people, I mean, that's kind of the ultimate networking is to build your own community or engage with other communities, join those communities. You know, I have the Invincible Career community. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, I've linked that in this newsletter. It's also, if you go to invinciblecareer.com, I have a link in the header that goes to the community. And I now offer a lifetime membership. So there's a low monthly membership if you want to just try it out, or you could sign up for lifetime and you're in for as long as you want to be. Pay once and be done with it. Um, I also have a solopreneur community I just launched last week. So I'm building a group of people that want to quit their nine to five job and build their own business. You know, and it's different. It's different than career stuff. So that's why I've built two separate communities. Um, the next is marketing. So marketing did not come naturally to me. Really did not. <laughs> and I still struggle with it as an introvert. You know, there are times I just I just want to disappear. I don't want to be active on social media and just don't want to be seen, don't don't want to talk with people. I'm very introverted and it's this is hard for me. But I know I need to. And most modern marketing means that you have to spend time on social media. You have to create videos and push them to YouTube and TikTok. And you have to write content. Luckily, I love writing. And I write lots and lots of content. I've been writing for many, many years. Through the newsletter, on Medium, other places. And it has helped me a lot. It has really helped me grow my business. It's helped new clients find me. People will read something I wrote six or seven years ago. And it resonates. And they're like, oh, I didn't know anyone else felt that way. We should talk. So I've found a lot of clients through this. And it's also good for you to find jobs. People love to see how other people think. If you're good at what you do and you are smart and you have great ideas, get them out there. Get them into the world. The more people that see that, the more people are going to say, we should work with that person. Maybe I should hire that person. It is a great way to find opportunities and get a new job if you don't run your own business. The most successful people are great at marketing. They know how to capture attention and they know how to convert it into a useful opportunity. So they get your attention and it they do something with it. It goes somewhere. You know, if you have a business, it's like, hey, go find out what I sell. Or they add people to their newsletter, which I do all the time, right? So I don't I don't want to be beholden to the social media platforms. They're not, they're not very good to all of us. Um, successful people pay attention to psychology. They know human beings. They learn what people like. They learn what gets engagement, 
what attracts attention and they know how to convert that. They know how to turn it into something. People in the broader industry, your industry, should know who you are. They should know what you do. And they should know how amazing you are. They should go beyond the walls of your current employer. I always talk about how important that is. If you want to become an opportunity magnet for the best things in life, people need to be aware of your existence. But the marketing also applies inside the corporate walls. People inside your company need to know who you are too. I know it's hard to talk about yourself. I know it's hard to promote yourself. It feels icky for many of us. So don't. You don't have to do that. Instead, talk about the work. Talk about your project. Talk about something you launched. Talk about the work the team is doing. The mission of what you're doing, why you're doing it, why it matters. Talk about the work. And when you promote the great work that you are doing, your colleagues are doing, or your partners on a project, the spotlight also shines on you it, as a side effect. Smart leadership will recognize that you are behind the work. And you'll get a chance to show people how you think, which is great. When the right people see how you think and they're impressed with you, good things happen. Promotions happen when you're great at what you do. And the right leaders know about you. So don't be shy. Do not be shy. And then finally, selling. Number five, selling. And you might be thinking, oh, but I don't work in sales. I'm not a salesperson. Yeah, I used to think that too. As I told you, I was a designer. I wanted to be left alone. Introverts love doing design and engineering. We want to be left alone to do our job. I didn't think I needed to learn anything about sales. Why? Why would I need to know sales? Besides, the idea of selling made me feel dirty. When I was younger, in college, I briefly held telemarketing jobs. I got on the phone and pushed sales. <laughs> You know, I think I did Olin Mills and some other stuff, you know, and I felt bad about it. I felt like I was trying to trick people into buying photography stuff they didn't need, you know. I also did door-to-door -door, door -door sales. I remember doing some sales for uh, Kirby Vacuum. Oh, my goodness. Yuck. I hated, I hated it. I really hated sales. So for most of my early career, I deliberately avoided anything that felt like sales or marketing. What I learned later and wished I had fully understood earlier is that many things in life require being good at sales. Interviewing for a new job. You are selling yourself. You're, you're saying, I'm the best person for this job. I'm better than anyone else. Hire me. Negotiating your job offer. It's sales. Here's why you should pay me this much. This is why you should pay this much to have me. Similarly, similarly, asking for a raise. Sales. Asking for a promotion. Sales. Selling your cool idea to management. Hey, we should invest in this project. Or hey, we need this budget for something. Persuading coworkers that you're right about something. A direction you want to take. A solution you believe is right. That's sales. Convincing other people in the broad world, outside of work even, 
about something that's a mutually beneficial opportunity. That that's sales. Launching a new business and finding your ideal customers and landing those customers. Of course, sales. I mean, I've had to do a lot of that. The most successful people in life are pretty darn good at sales. They know what they want. They know that persuading other people is a necessary part of life and getting what they want. And they know how to do it well so everyone feels good about it. You don't have to make it a win-lose. It can be a win-win. You're giving somebody something that will help them. You should be selling something that's real and genuine and actually will make their life better. Then it's a win-win. Sales doesn't have to be a dirty word. If you want to be successful, you have to get good at sales. So what are you going to do? If any of this sounds like something you need to work on, and many people usually need to work on networking, a lot of people neglect it, marketing, sales, a lot of people don't want to do it. So if that sounds familiar, I mean, the question is, what are you going to do about it? What will you change this year to get better at these five things so you can be more successful in your career and life? You know, if you want to get better at focusing on something, the one great thing that's going to make your career take off at helping other people, networking intelligently, marketing yourself, selling yourself, what are you going to do? You know, it's time, I would say, since we're early in the year to set a goal for this year and make a plan to make it happen. Focus on that. And on that note, my goals workshop, Achieve Success with the Invincible Goals System, it's coming up in less than two weeks, about a week and a half. And the first 25 people who use this coupon code will get 25% off. And the coupon code is N, as in Nancy, N468OA. N468O as in Oscar, A as in Alpha. N468OA. You get 25% off. Or you can go copy that code from uh, the newsletter if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Hope to see you there. It'd be really fun to uh, see some of the folks who listen to this podcast show up in the workshop. That'd be great. Best of luck with this. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life. <laughs>